views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hello, everybody. And I got to tell you, you're going to want to hold on to your pants today. No. Uh-oh, Benny. I'll put the belt back on there. Okay, we don't want to be good. Just like- a great Flipper show for sucker. you today and uh, well we've got great show we get through great shows every day you know don't we well you know there we go uh and you know it, it's it's in the spirit of promising each and every one of you that we would really up level the programming this year and we are doing that and um and you have given us feedback i love your feedback thank you so much don't ever be afraid to send an email to me and say you know i didn't quite get what you were doing over there and i don't quite like this and yeah i like that because we will incorporate whatever it is that you, the listener, wants more of into the program. And we will cut the stuff out that you don't want. So I'm thrilled about the show today. You are listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Dr. Pat. My guest today, you are going to be blown away. Because I was I was telling you all that uh, we would have Ward Powers, Diane Powers, in the studio. These are the filmmakers of One the Movie. And you've heard the promo on the show. Um, right, Benny, we've been playing the promotion for the show. Do we have that keyed up, dude? Yes, Captain. You we ready to key it up, dude? Sure. Okay, let's hit it. Wait, which one? There's the short one or the long one? Let's do the long one. Okay, I can do that. Stand by. Standing by. The Dr. Pat Show is proud to announce the opening of One, the movie, January 6th at the Landmark Varsity Theater. In the spring of 2002, I think we all had a lot on our minds, but why the idea to make an independent film? I don't know. So, since I have no idea how to make a movie, I figure, I'm going to need some help. So, he lays this out on me, let's make a movie, and, of course, I say yes. So, with our camera in our hand, we head out into the world. And as I look back now, I have to question myself. Why? Why did we possibly think we would gain access to noteworthy people who would help us with this project? Why would a group of guys from Detroit with absolutely no experience in filmmaking possibly think we would be able to meet, let alone interview, some of the world's greatest priests and rabbis and imams? But they came forward. As I look at their faces now, I'm amazed. Indian yogis, masters from the East, African kings, they volunteered to help us with this project. We were joined by Catholic monks and Buddhist nuns, Native American medicine men, great minds, cultural icons, authors, celebrated thinkers, people working at a very high level on the international stage. And they gave of themselves to us without qualifying us, without asking us who we were or what our credentials were. Knowing only that our project was about oneness. And the power of that energy alone, they opened the doors and they let us in. And so I think it's important as we tell this story 
as we tell the story of this movie and the story of this journey, that we honor all of that love and positive energy that these wonderful people gave to us. And I hope we can do that. Don't miss one, the movie, opening January 6th at the Landmark Varsity Theater. And tune in to The Dr. Pat Show, 11 a.m. to noon, Monday through Friday on AM 1150 KKNW. Absolutely. And you know what? The question is not why anymore. The question is when. That's the question. The question is when. And the answer to that question is, yep, today we're kicking it off. And I know that you've been listening because you've called me trying to get tickets for the earlier show. And we've got lots of information about tickets. As a matter of fact, we're going to be giving away some more tickets today and some T-shirts today for this weekend show. So I have with me in the studio some amazing individuals. Three people, actually. And then there's Benny, and then there's me. Yay. But I, you know, I have Ward Powers, Diane Powers, and Ward is the co creator, director, producer of One the Movie. And by the way, he's been a practicing attorney for about 22 years or so. Now, this is his first jump into independent filmmaking. Uh, and I want to say that sometimes you make that jump and it's your first jump, but it's like you're called to do it and you do it. The question is, and you heard me talk about this this week, when you hear that voice, are you willing to step forward? Are you willing to step out? Do you have the courage? If you're not, that's what this show is about. And we're ready to help you with that. So we have an amazing show for you today. Diane is a co-producer, founder of Bridgepoint. That's a nonprofit organization that pursues projects that foster community building between city and suburbs. That's a great, great thing. And by, bottom line, too, is she's like running the business company behind the whole deal. And Rich Henry is also here today. He has been the Seattle contact for bringing all of the volunteers together for making it sort of this synergy that has been created in the Seattle area for this unbelievable, remarkable opening that the Seattle Times, our paper, the Seattle Times has given not one, not two, not three, but three and a half stars. And boy, do I want to thank you guys for joining me today uh, in the studio. Mm. Thank you so much. Uh, are you kidding? No, we're so happy to be here. You are just amazing. Uh, I gotta, you know, I know you've been doing a lot of interviews. I know you've been talking to a lot of people. And Ward, we've had you on before. Uh, I want to, you know, bring all of us current, bring us to the present moment with the movie. Talk a little bit about it. I, I would love for you to share your personal journey. As I see, you know, I, I wish you all could see this. I could see the starlight in each of their eyes right now. I mean, I can see this, this clarity, this, you know, this pureness of purpose in their eyes right now. So my question is, given that the movie is just ready to rip roar and, you know, be presented to a lot of people in Seattle, what are you feeling right now? Uh, it's it's overwhelming, and it's just like it's another chapter in an overwhelming story that gets keep, that keeps getting told day after day, week after week. In um, in May, when we completed the movie after three and a half years of work, it was as though we woke up in a dream. And we feel like the dream keeps on going. It's a it's a continuous um, 
sequence of beautiful people and unbelievable events. And we were sitting this morning downstairs at our hotel eating hot donuts with the Seattle Times sitting open in front of us with this glowing review of a movie that we made in a basement in Detroit opening in Seattle and looking at each other and saying, how did we get here? It is just... Dr. Pat, it's truly overwhelming. It is, isn't it? I mean, it's wow. it's just a real charge. Diane, how about you? I, I think if I were to try to give a visual of how I feel that it's progressed for me, is when we first started with the project, it was, you know, basically like I would say a slow and kind of a... Of a pace of of what you know how are we doing and it, the walk was was slow and cautious uh-huh. and then I would say as we started collecting the interviews and started to really work and on, on on ward on editing and both of us on our own personal journeys and taking this wisdom into our lives I would say our pace got more steady. And then I was really staying with coming when we were coming to Seattle and we opened in San Francisco that I, I've never been more sure. And it's almost become like a march. And that march has become a faster pace, stronger, more of a, of a pounding, like the beating of a drum. Mm-hmm. And it is constant and it's loud and it's clear and it's pure. And I know, I know for a fact, I know for a fact that the work is, is pure and perfect. And that it is, we've come here to Seattle for a great purpose, not just to open the movie, but for something much greater. And I'm sure of it. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about it. Wow. You know, I got to ask you, Rich. I mean, you know, you have been in the trenches. I know. I know you have. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'm looking at you right now. And, of course, we did the VIP opening in December. And uh, and I saw you there, all of us, you know, kind of crawling around the floors, putting the stickers on the flyers. That was that was like that's how you know you've been initiated into a purpose greater than oneself. You know what I mean? When you're in the dark on the floor, putting the stickers on the flyers. Very humbling. Very humbling. Yeah. Well, Pat, you just said it. A purpose greater than yourself. I've got a good friend who says the good that you are seeking is seeking you. And so I think it's that coming together. And what's so exciting to see about the Seattle event here, about the Seattle opening, is that kind of infectious energy that it's just it's spreading. And I think that Seattle is going to be a catalyst, a, a tipping point for this film. I think this is where it's going to really take off. I agree. I agree 100 percent, Rich. Well, you know, the question I want to I want to take something from the, the, the Times article. Is this is, you know, every time you read something about the movie, aren't you like just amazed about how people perceive it oh, totally. and how they like come yeah. to really capture the essence? So the article says um, it talks, of course, you know, about uh, what the belief and you, you've heard uh, information and you, you've heard me interview those folks, too. But what it says, um, it, it says that uh, one, the movie asks one, the movie asks what what is it that prevents humanity from easily perceiving its unity, its oneness in the first place. You know, it asks that question. And, uh, you know, and so let me ask you this question. Did you ever believe when you were starting out doing this movie that uh, the power that this question of oneness would have on people? 
I don't think we we fully appreciate it. We went into it kind of naive um, in a lot of ways, and not not the least of which was naive even as to the scope of the energy that we were going into service for. Um, when we initially started this project, and, and again, maybe just for a way of very brief background for maybe some of the listeners that aren't familiar with the project, we spent two years meeting and interviewing many of the world's great spiritual leaders and asking them life's ultimate questions. What happens to you after you die? Why are so many people depressed? Why is there poverty and suffering in the world? Describe God. What is the meaning of life? These kinds of questions. And when we set out on this quest to ask these questions, we were under the limited impression that what we would find was a commonality in our responses and that in that commonality, we all kind of want the same thing, that in that space, we would recognize our oneness. And by the end of the journey, that evolved into a much richer and deeper notion and that notion is that it is in our differences it is in our diversity and it is in that tension that that diversity creates that oneness truly thrives and that is a much different tapestry of uh, of um of consciousness that we have come to ourselves as part of a personal journey and I think that is reflected in, in one the movie because there is a certain energy about the movie that while it's simplistic and a low budget film on certain levels there is a certain density to it and human, human humanness to it that uh, can resonate with people in a very deep spot that um, I think few movies can mm-hmm. uh, because it's not limited to your head and it's not blowing away your senses. It's touching you and massaging your emotion and your heart. And if the viewer can watch this movie with a heart, it I think truly has the ability to transform someone's way of seeing the world. Well, it actually is an invitation for each of us, you know, to look at this movie in its pure innocence. And, you know, I use that phrase of innocence because when the the, the, the folks that you were interviewed uh, and, or responded to your question, you could see the authenticity. You could see, you know, the response to the questions. This wasn't, and I just want to make it really clear, this wasn't kind of, you know, like uh, you go out, you set the stage, you practice a few times, and when you're ready, you do about 60 million takes, and when the right answer comes up, that's the one you grab. You know, this is truly, you will truly see the response as if you were sitting in the room with Ward and Diane. If you were sitting right here right now and they were talking to you, that would be the response you get. So that's why, you know, it's a heart invitation. You know, Diane, I want to ask you this question. What did you, what was your first reaction when Ward, right, the father of your children, <laughs> a successful attorney, right, comes out of the basement and says, "Hi, honey. Guess what we're going to do today?" Yeah. No, it was, it was amazing. Um, but I think to go back into our lives a little bit, Ward's always had a tremendous amount of creative energy. You know, he's although he's great mind, he's also can play many instruments and he sculpts and he writes poetry and he wrote a beautiful book on poetry so when ward woke up and said you know we were again we were looking at the world and seeing us seemed to be going into separate more separate camps what could we do to bring it together and ward woke up one morning and said you know what we're going to make an independent film and i thought to myself 
if I know anybody that could do it, it'll be Ward. Because I've fully, I've watched him. I've watched him take clay and sculpt my, our daughter's heads. I've watched him write poetry from, you know, scrap pieces of paper on a, on a building wall. So it wasn't that... Um, blow my mind because I'm used to Ward doing things like that and I thought and and even when he said well mail order camera we'll 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 put in a couple of bucks we'll mail order camera we'll go we'll go around and we'll we'll interview people and I thought we will yes we will see that yeah. And it's just the way our marriage is. It's the way Ward is. I mean, he just, when Ward says he's going to do something, he does it. And sometimes it's exhausting. And it becomes, it, it, it becomes so important that we finish that task. I, I think that uh, the gift that Ward brings is the, the commitment to saying yes to life. And when you say yes to life, Dr. Pat, as you well know, work follows. Absolutely. It doesn't, the doors of the universe, and you don't just float through and everybody does something for you. You are called to task. And when you ask to serve, you are going to serve. And you're going to be tired, and you're going to doubt yourself, and you're going to be wa looking around, and everybody's questioning you and wondering if you've gone mad. All those things are going to happen when you say yes to life. So it doesn't just it does it's 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 miraculous but it comes with uh, it comes with labor and mm -hmm. it is an intense labor of love it comes with responsibility. It's total responsibility. And we don't talk about that enough. We don't no, talk we about don't. our purpose, about our dream, coming with the sense of responsibility. It do does. And, and, and people think when it becomes work, oh, something must be wrong. Because I, I shouldn't have to work this hard, right? Yeah, that's right. But you know we what? We shouldn't Some have to work. I had I had it. Something happened. I had a dream. I had this moment. Now I have to work. It's like, yeah, that's just the beginning. Sometimes you got to get down on your knees in the dark and put <laughs> stickers on flyers, I think. You know, let's talk a little bit about um, the movie. But before we do, we have a tradition on this show, and we pull a card every day. So why don't we uh, pull our card for today, Mr. B? It's really interesting about how this works with these cards. I you love know, it. I it love really, it. I'm, I'm never really surprised, and then I'm always surprised. Right. Uh, here's today's card, everyone. Action is the active ingredient that transforms my goals into reality. <laughs> Set oh, out. You put that card in. <laughs> you know how many cards we are in this deck? We did. They're like, oh, this is actually law number two. So it's like, yeah, I, I fool around. There. Set out with clear goals and positive expectations, then watch for guidance and take action. Being courageous enough to act on your intuition brings your goals into reality. Wow. Wow. Do we have a, an applause uh, sound effect? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Come on. No, I got one. He's got one. Hey, here we go. Get up here. There we go. There it is. Double, double it up. All right. It is the truth. Get the party started. So let's talk a little bit about the voices and let's talk about courage. Because that's part of the theme that came with the card. I mean, you know, uh, and uh, what this journey, I mean, what was this like for you setting out? I mean, yes, you ordered the camera. It came in the mail. Uh, and then 
where do you go from here? Well, you know, when the, when, the, when it first began, and we were just going to do street interviews with just ordinary folks from all walks of life, and then uh, somewhere along the way, maybe four or six weeks in, we decided let's try to get a noteworthy person or a spiritual leader to lend their voice to this project. And the first one to respond was uh, Dr. Robert Thurman. It was cute because when I sent out emails, and Diane and, and I had kind of put together a list of people we'd like to have, our kind of wish list, ten minutes after I send out the email to Thurman, I get this email back, and it was written in this kind of... A poetic little way where he says, yes, we are all one, and um, I'd be happy to be a part of your project when the grain is green or something. And, and it had this, it was just this sweet little way of inviting me to his house in the Catskill Mountains. And so we buy airline tickets and go to this first interview, and all of a sudden we realized as we were there with this wonderful man doing this work, uh-oh, you know, something's happening. It's, yes. you know, it's not just this bunch of friends, male or a camera and lark. There is, there was, a, that was kind of the real first, I think, indication that there was um, something else at work. And then the following week, um, um, a, a good friend was able to give us a half hour time with Deepak Chopra. And then the door started to swing open. And there has been since then a, um, a series of, of openings mm -hmm. that has made it very, very clear to us that there is work being done far beyond us. And it's, it's you know, on one level it's empowering. On another level it's humbling because you realize it's not, it's not you. You are in service. And, uh, and so along the way there have been moments of pure exhaustion, of lots of moments of why did we get into this because you have to remember we i mean our uh, our life was very comfortable. Yes. You know, I had this successful law career, and my wife and I love each other, and we have three wonderful daughters, and there was no reason for us to step outside of that situation to try to do something else because, quite frankly, we were very happy there. But when we said yes to this and we committed to it, we opened the door to a lot of exhilaration and a lot of exhaustion. Um, but the reality is we sit here with Dr. Pat and Rich Henry in Seattle this morning, better people and people that are a part of the play. We're, we're in play, and that's and that is the risk of go, the, the risk of going into play. We felt um, about a month ago we were in San Francisco, and um, when we were there, the Chronicle wasn't as kind to us as the Times was because, of course, we're a homemade movie, and it's the kind of movie that you got to really get. Yeah, and that's so right. not everybody's going to get it. That's right. And when the Chronicle didn't get it, and our daughters got up and saw that the Chronicle didn't get it, we had that moment of explaining to them, girls, when you stick your neck out in the world, get ready, because someone will chop it off for you. But Diane said it so well that was morning. She goes, but if, if life is a game, hand me those dice. That's right. I want to play. You know, yeah, you know what our thing is? Bring it on, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, bring it that's on. That's right. And, and I wanted my daughters, and what the gift, you know, that Ward and I will see is, as we walk with our daughters through this, is that they can see that their parents are, you know, my dad's worked so hard, and then we are in San Francisco, and oh, dad, dad, Ward, oh, is it, you know, talk to him about it, and when then we got up and we had breakfast, life goes on. Do you stop doing what you're doing? Absolutely not. We continue. It's not, you know, it, 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 it was for them to recognize, keep, stand up and keep walking, keep walking. It is your life. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, how are you going to play the game? You know, the alternative to not answering that voice is really scary. Yes. To not answering that voice that's saying, you know, dude, make mm -hmm. the movie. Mm -hmm. The alternative to that is really dark. You're shaking your head, Rich. 
Yeah. You know, one of the things that's really cool is I'm getting to know these people pretty well is and see the power of this of this answering yes is that it's it's easy to sit back and say well yeah but they're special i mean they've got special gifts or something like that and that's true you know the diane and ward are extraordinary but they're extraordinary in an ordinary kind of way Mm -hmm. and it's that kind of every one of us can be extraordinary if we simply open up to it yes so they're a great example of that for all of us yeah and you know we are um uh, you know we're going to open up the phone lines as well and uh we would love to uh gift you all with a, a ticket those of you that call in with your questions and yep you know yep the other day you didn't have to come on the air but today's a new day so if you call in uh these are for folks that have questions would like to speak directly to the producers directors um, of the film. This is for you. Uh, we will uh, do that right now during our break. We'll take a short break. So the phone number to call in is 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. one 298 5569 That's 1-888-298-5569. Call in with your questions and you get the ticket. Now, if you don't want the ticket, you can get a T-shirt. But the ticket will not be for tonight's show. It will be for uh, sometime this weekend because it's playing like a lot at the varsity. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, more with the callers, more with Diane Powers, Ward Powers, Rich Henry, and me, Dr. Pat, on the Dr. Pat Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Turning over TV stations, situations running through my head. Looking back through time, you know it's clear that I've been blind, I've been a fool. Don't miss out on this free introductory workshop and change your life in 10 days. Brought to you by an award-winning book, Come to Your Senses, by Dr. Stan Block. Dr. Block explains the tools he has developed to move beyond self-limiting thoughts. Dr. Block will also be joined by Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the award-winning radio program, The Dr. Pat Show. This workshop is offered Wednesday, January 11th from 7 to 9.30 p.m. at the East Shore Unitarian Church. For more information and to register, contact Bobby Braden at 206-550-6316. That's Bobby Braden at 206-550-6316. So begin the new year by casting off those negative thoughts with this free introduction. Workshop. The Dr. Pat Show is proud to announce the opening of One, the movie, January 6th at the Landmark Varsity Theater. In One, the movie, the universe comes to the rescue when a group of friends decide to step outside the lines of everyday existence. Armed only with a digital video camera, a list of questions, and a dream, these suburban dads set out to become independent filmmakers in search of the meaning of life. Miraculously, they are joined in their quest by many of the world's greatest spiritual leaders, authors, icons, and masters of our time. The movie weaves the novice filmmaker's remarkable adventures with the answers to life's ultimate questions in a journey that just may transform your way of seeing the world as one. Don't miss one. The movie opening January 6th at the Landmark Varsity Theater. And tune into the Dr. Pat Show Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. till noon on 1150 KKNW. Hi, this is Dr. Pat of the Dr. Pat Show. As a co-sponsor of the 14th Annual Women of Wisdom Conference, Return to the Well, I want to invite my listeners to a very special weekend of women empowering one another through experiential workshops, dynamic presentations, ceremonies, music, and dance. 
This year's conference will be held February 23rd to the 26th at Magnuson Park in Seattle. It is a wonderful opportunity to share stories, make new friends, and replenish your spirit with such wise women as Dr. Jean Houston, Christina Baldwin, Connie Grouds, Gloria Burgess, and Tama Keeves. Both men and women are welcome to participate, return to the well, and make the commitment to deepen your own spiritual awareness. Register now by calling the Women of Wisdom Foundation at 206-782-3363 or download an application on the web at womenofwisdom.org. In today's climate of escalating religious tension, an increasing number of Americans consider themselves spiritual but not religious. But where is a spiritual seeker to turn if not to a church, mosque, or temple? An answer and many new questions lie in the award-winning book, God Without Religion, by ascetic and mystic Shankara Sharanam. God Without Religion offers a groundbreaking bridge between organized religion and personal spirituality. Join Shankara on the Dr. Pat Show, January 19th, to learn how direct knowledge of God can empower you. For more information about Shankara and God Without Religion, please visit the website godwithoutreligion.com. That's godwithoutreligion.com. Send a calendar to a soldier in Iraq. Susan McKeith created a drive through Puget Sound Espresso Stands 2006 calendar. All of the proceeds, all of the proceeds are being donated to Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center. You can also donate a coffee-flavored taste of home and send one to a soldier serving in Iraq so they can count down the days until they return home. To do this, call 1-800-578-3674. That's 1-800-578-3674. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. if you can imagine that. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. That's me, Dr. Pat Basile, coming to you live Monday through Friday, 11 to noon, right here on AM 1150 KKNW and on Voice America, 8 a.m. Thursdays. And that will soon change. We are changing to Tuesdays, and we have created a powerhouse lineup on Voice America as well. We have got an, a lot planned. We have uh, many of you have called in. We're thrilled about that. Today, we are talking about one, the movie special guest today, Ward Powers, Diane Powers, and Rich Henry, who has been the man behind the man and a woman. And all of the men in the wedding. No, I, been... I like to call him the wow. he, he has no experience in promoting a movie, <laughs> promoting a movie that people had no experience making. So it's, it's a very nice right. layering. Of yeah, on, on a radio show with someone that had no, no radio experience. Yeah, right. So we're all, all there. We problems, go. We? Thank goodness for Benny. Benny, we you love you. <laughs> all right, Benny. What do you want to do? Well, let's run off to our callers because they've been waiting for it. All right. Let's bring up line two, and we have, I believe, it, is it Sim? Is that correct? Sim, are you there? Maybe this is Roxanne. This is me. Ah! <laughs> Got my numbers back. <laughs> Hi, Roxanne. Welcome to the show. You have a question for uh, Ward or Diane or Rich? Um, does it help you to stay in the one feeling um, by going to the movie? I mean, is that one of the hopes? At least it's mine. Great question. I've only had it once, and I want to stay in that more often. 
Oh, I will see you at seven o'clock tonight at the Varsity Theater, and we will be in one together. But yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, there is something experiential about the movie that um, I can only tell you from what I've seen. Because as the guy making it, what happens sometimes? You get so close to it, it becomes a series of decisions, and only through the audience can I sometimes have the sense that you're talking about. And I've had it shared with me by so many people. But what that it seems to happen is there you when the movie's done, the crowd will sit till the last credit, and they don't even get up from their seats very quickly, and then they all stand in circles and talk, because there is something about the humanity of the experience that makes you fall in love again with with us as a species. It is a wonderful, uh, engaging um, experience that way. There was an uh, article written in, um, by a beautiful woman in San Francisco that described it this way. She said, um, I don't know what happened to the audience, but somewhere from the midpoint in the movie to the end, we truly became one together. Right. So that's what I can share. And for me, it's it's always a profound experience and it changes every time I see it because I'm different every time I see it. <laughs> so it's it it seems to speak to people right where they're at and for you my my friend uh, I'm sure you'll find something there that will resonate in your heart for a while so Well thanks for your creativity. Thank you. And thank you and I think we have your information. Uh -huh. All right, so you'll be good to go. Thank you so much for listening and uh, have a great day. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, Benny. Now let's go to Sim. Hi, Sim. Welcome to the show. Hello. My question was, is during your interviews, was there something specific you would like to share that made uh, an impact on you? This, uh, this might sound a little set up, but I, I'm going to go for it because it's the truth. And if anybody, for the ones that have seen the movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, one of our questions was a nonverbal question. And the question was, nonverbally, by motion or gesture only, show or act out what you believe to be the current condition of the world. And when we sat on the top of that mountain on that June afternoon with Dr. Robert Thurman and I asked him that question, um, the experience that occurred between the two of us changed myself, my way of looking at the world, and my experience of oneness, and really the journey of the movie in a very profound way, and that experience is captured in the film. And I'm not going to wreck it, so it's going to cost you $8 to get the, the, the <laughs> final answer to that, but it is, it is definitely worth seeing, because it's one of those, um, some people will call it an aha moment, mm -hmm. but it really happened, and it, and, it, and it was captured on the film. So, yeah. I think for me, um, Dr. Pat had mentioned it earlier that there was, uh, when we were in the mountains with the Sufis, uh, Llewellyn Vaughn Lee, and when we interviewed Sadhguru, Jackie Vasudev, uh, Thomas Keating in Colorado, and the homeless boy in Colorado, there was a profound truth that these people were speaking that you knew was the truth, and you sat there in it. And um, I think the gift that Ward's editing and the innocence and the purity of his intentions in the editing allows you to feel that you were there. And there is a truth that is resonating that, that, is, that was profound for us but is also profound for people who watch the movie with an open heart. Thank you. 
thank you. Thank you so much for, for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And these tickets that we're giving away are for this weekend, for not for tonight's show, but they are for tomorrow's show. And you will be there tomorrow as well. Yeah, we'll right, the, Ward? We're going to do the, uh, a question and answer after the 1 o'clock right. matinee and an introduction to the 3 o'clock show. Okay, so that's, you know, these will be good there as soon as I can uh, get back to the office and email these na- your names. You know, one of the things I want to read here from our friend at the Seattle Times is, uh, here's the deal with this. It's, he says, one's lack of technical polish, the absence of PBS gloss, proves an asset. You see what I'm saying? Through Powers also includes a running story about the Seeker's quest for enlightenment that demonstrates he's learned a thing or two about filmmaking. Still, one looks like a labor of love and is all the more stirring for it. All right, let's go to the phones, Benny. We want to get to... Where's that Love Boat song? We just love our listeners. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> One I other love thing them. you got me doing today. So, we love you all. You are the best. In response to that, we are on it. We are go- we are definitely on the trail of Judy, Julie, and have made contact for Benny. Who's <laughs> <laughs> director Julie? There we go. Let's go to the phone. All right, we have Jay waiting for us. Hi, Jay. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks so much, and successful blessings to this movie and everybody else there. Just a wonderful thing to hear that this movie is coming out. I live in Canada, and just wonder if this uh, movie is coming out in Canada. And I just wondered, my second question, uh, when you t- undertook this project, how was it perceived by other family members, uh, extended family members, that you're taking this project on? Mm-hmm. Did, they, did they not understand what you're doing, or did they just think it was like, a, you know, maybe a crazy idea? I just wonder how it was perceived by... You know, families and extended family members. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's a good question. Good question. Great yeah. question. Yeah, um, because it really gets more into the dynamics of, of the, the of the personal journey, and it's funny. Uh, it was. Uh, not so much rejected by the family as ignored, um, you know, and maybe they just think we always do crazy things. But for three years while I was making this movie, it, and, and no one ever asked me about it. I said it was so weird. We'd go to, you know, Christmas gatherings or we'd go to, you know, um, summer picnics. And I'm so, you know, I'm meeting and interviewing the world's greatest spiritual leaders. I'm just coming back from a big trip where I sat with these people and had these incredible experiences. And we would discuss the weather and the kids' clothes, and, and and we had to be silent about it because um, they were not ready to engage it, and they were not open to it. And then when the movie came out, and all this has happened, um, they, you know, now you know there's a lot more questions and people follow it. But it's funny that until it became something in the eyes of the world, um, to most people, it was just uh, invisible. Invisible. I went home for the holidays. We didn't talk about the radio. You know, I think they're still. I think they think I'm still selling hot dogs. Isn't that funny? But it's but it's all right. But I the um, what my perception of it is is there was a sense and an element of a little bit of fear that Ward and I were changing, and Ward had just said on a. Um, to a group that we were speaking with, um, I feel like I grew 25 years in three years, and I, I would say it seems more like 40. Mm. So there's this profound movement, and I think that that movement, with especially with those that you love, it becomes there's an there's an insecurity about it. Well, how is our relationship going to be? Is it going to hold up to be the same? Are they going to change? And there's always that insecurity. Um, 
well, I, well, my question looks stupid. Do I, and, and so I felt that they sensed the movement and it brought um, insecurity amongst you know th- that that relate that old relationship was dying away. So. Um, to be honest with you, I just I feel that it was innocent. It was just a very human exchange of people that were moving, and we couldn't quite hold on. So um, for Ward and I, it just we were so I'm so thankful that we journeyed together because tw- you know we've been married 20 years and. It's what's kept us so incredibly um, one, if you will, because we have evolved certainly together in our marriage, but independently. So we were able to hang on and to grow and and to become all that we can be together in freedom. And uh, I think those other, a lot of people that we love and that loved us didn't experience that same freedom. You know, I want to ask you, Rich. Because, you know, you've been involved with this. This has been a day, daily thing for you. Uh, what are the people saying, to, you know, in your circles? All of a sudden you pop out and here you are promoting a film? <laughs> yeah, sure. A little bit of the same, the same kind of reaction. Um, but generally support. Generally support. Great. Yeah. I'm, Great. Really, I'm very uh, fortunate and blessed that way. Great. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jay. What do we, what do we have for Jay? Uh, he's he's going to send me his email, and we're going to shoot him off a T-shirt because he's in Canada. That's right. Okay. And there is a show coming up in Canada um, this weekend. Uh, we're, we're, boy, I wish I Vancouver. Oh, yeah, Vancouver. No, Are you close? Vancouver, though, he, he's small. not in Vancouver. Jay, no. you're not in Vancouver. Edmonton, I believe. No, I'm in Edmonton. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Well, coming to a town near you, Jay. Watch the <laughs> there website. There we go. And it will be. I should say onethemovie.org for listeners that want information on the movie and where showings and to find out more about the people that are in the movie and all those details, it's onethemovie.org. Okay. And, you know, if you want to find out the times, you know how to do that. You can go to the Varsity, the Landmark Varsity website, and uh, just give them a jingle because they are, like, all over it. And, and, and we're I, also at the Pickford in um, Bellingham. Bellingham. Oh, very nice. Yes, yes. Okay, folks up yeah. there, there you go. <laughs> all right, Jay, thank you so much. Have a great day. Yep, and we're going to move on to Sue now. Hi, Sue. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. How are you? I, you know, you got to pinch me to make sure I'm not dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> we're happy here, Sue. Uh, all right, Benny did it's that a happy, for you. It's a happy place. <laughs> what can we do for you? Well, I've worked with children a lot in my life, and they've helped me keep my heart open a crack. <laughs> mm. And I am wondering um, what would be the age appropriate for doing this, and if there will be a DVD that someone can show in school. Um, yes, it it seems to play very well to children. It was interesting. We just did a um, we had uh, three sold out screenings in Berlin, Germany, and um, it seemed like it played very well to high school kids there, and it's played very well to high school kids um, around here. And we're doing um, we're actually working out a lot of institutional uh, educational kinds of programs where we really one of our goals is and this and, I mean this tonight we're doing a theater gig, but the real goal is to to really spread the message of oneness into areas such as the schools and children and prisons and, and you know all there's so many different opportunities and and it has profound educational uh, potential because it explores the great wisdom traditions in a way that is simplistic enough to make it accessible to young minds, those young minds that still are more open to being shaped and um, and more open to being touched by it. And um, and so, yes, there will be once uh, a D, uh, DVDs available. In fact, currently you can go again to the website, onethemovie.org, and there's a place to contact us to discuss. Lots of people are setting up screenings in schools and uh, universities, and we just showed it Harvard Divinity School last week. 
um, and it's been uh, just an amazing broad using uh, use of this uh, of this film, and we welcome it, and and we'll work with you. Okay, so people that are also disabled um, yes. who cannot get to the theaters. Yes. Do you know if the theaters are handicap accessible, like the university? Uh, District one? Yeah, the varsity theater. Yes, we actually had in the screening, we actually mm -hmm. had uh, mm -hmm. folks, in, and there are places, which I love, not in the back of the theater, actually, you know, in the middle part of the theater where, you know, a wheelchair is just fine. Great. So come on out. We hope to see you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, Thank Sue. You. Thank you very much. Yep. Have a great day. I have Sue's information, so we'll give her a call. All and, right, uh, Benny, you're the best. Hold a ticket for her. Yep, Mr. B, the award-winning right. producer. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> Let's uh, grab Nancy. Not officially grabbing. Uh-oh, Nancy. Off the line. <laughs> Hi, Nancy. How are you today? <laughs> oh, I'm doing fine. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Yeah, my question, I was wondering, how do you decide who to interview? How did you decide to interview? Uh, we started out with some of our favorite authors. Um, we, we had done a fair amount of reading uh, on a lot of these subjects, and so we started out with some of our favorites, and then we opened up the doors to people whose opinions and thoughts we respect, and then our favorites led to other favorites, and then it kind of networked from there. So, mm. And that's on the level, because you have to understand that the movie has not just uh, the interview responses from uh, authors and icons and celebrities, um, but equally as important, it has the responses of kids on the street and um, just a broad cross-section of humanity because they, it is in that mix of voices that really we can hear our oneness. But yeah, we tried to keep the door open and we tried to get as much diversity as we could. That was really our goal. Bye. Well, thank you, Nancy. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll make sure that we, uh, we, I think Benny's got your information, right? Yeah, he has the phone number. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks for calling in. Bye. Have a great, Bye, great Nancy. day. Yeah, same to you. All Thanks. right. Bye-bye. Um, you know, it, this has been um, absolutely wonderful. Why don't we mention some of the folks, so the voices in the movie. Let's mention the names of who uh, folks are going to be able to see uh, on screen. Well, Deepak Chopra, maybe from a celebrity standpoint, is one of the highest profile names or most recognizable. Barbara Marks Hubbard, equally so. Um, but Thich Nhat Hanh from the Buddhist tradition. Father Thomas Keating, who is probably the world's most renowned Christian contemplative, closes the movie with just, I can only call it a home run in, uh, in spiritual <laughs> Very terms. Very profound moment. Very profound moment. Um, Richard Rohr, Sadhguru Jaggi Vasudev, who is the head of the Isha Yoga Foundation, who is amazing amazing man. Ram Das, the old 60s guru. Barbara Brodsky, who is a channel, uh, she's a Buddhist uh, Dharma teacher and she channels a spirit named Aaron. Rhian Eisler, considered one of the right. 20 greatest thinkers in the yes. world. Uh, of course, Robert Thurman, we talked about him. Um, even the even the voiceover of the Dalai Lama. Yeah, that's so right. How's that? And so, Sister yeah. Chien Kong, oh, a yeah. really right. gentle, beautiful Buddhist nun who's got a beautiful voice. We really have a tremendous amount of not, people. Not to mention the Woodstock Ferry, a face painter right. from a park Chris in Woodstock. Willis. Chris Willis, a homeless boy in Colorado. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a lobster cooker from the pier in Mike, San Francisco. Mike, the lobster cooker. Yeah. Who has a great moment about what is the meaning of life. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you, and you also have a, a, a Christian uh, radio. Uh, yes, Bob Duco. Uh, yes, Bob exactly. Bob yeah. Duco, yep. We, so, yeah, we, so this is the we integration. we got the atheist from the exactly. Michigan Atheist Picnic. 
Nick. That's right. So really, it is an integration of many, many thoughts, many, many hearts, and, you know, many stories and journeys, uh, you know, including your own. Um, let me ask you this question. In the mix of it all, I mean, you know, here you are in Seattle, and, and the film is going to open and, and be a tremendous success. You know, was there ever a point in time where you thought, you know, I need to turn back? Oh man, that's been, how many? Yeah, how many? It's not even which month? Yeah, which one? I think the last one was about two weeks ago. When I sat at the dinner table, and I had this great idea. You know, we've been working so hard, and we just opened in San Francisco. And I said to the girls, because in this point of exhaustion, we're eating our dinner, and I said, "All right, I've got this great idea." I say, "We just call it all off. We just disconnect the website. We don't answer the phones, and we just disappear, and it never shows publicly again." And I go, "Wouldn't that be like? It, it could be this famous thing." where people say, whatever happened to that movie? And my oldest daughter said, Dad, if you'd written Catcher in the Rye and disappeared, people would care. Nobody knows about the movie yet. If you leave now, you're not going to leave an imprint because not enough people know. So, <laughs> you better get back to work <laughs> and get a nap. <laughs> so I took a nap and here I am. Well, there you go. Uh, you know, Rich, what has this been like for you and all of the people that you've been in contact with? And, uh, and I want to say, lots of people, uh, Rich is been in contact and really been creating this web of amazing connections. Uh, what has this been like for you? I think, you know, it's really been wonderful. One of the things that Mother Teresa said is you can't do great things. You can only do small things with great love. And I think that that's been the piece that I've been seeing and everybody who's come forward, you know, that, that it's not about one person coming forth with a huge, huge contribution, although that sometimes happens. But it's just lots and lots of people coming forth with just doing a little bit which turns out to be a big thing. Don't you love it when that happens? And we're still and we're still open for help. So anybody that has any, because I mean, really, and this is the other thing I think is important to understand. And I throw a little bit of responsibility back out to those people driving in their cars and listening on their radios to know that you too are a part of this journey. That we ask you to walk with us because we are not blowing into town as some big budget Hollywood operation with backers and and, and production um, assistants and, and distributors. We are Warden Diane Powers from Detroit, Michigan, and you know Sunday we get on the plane and. and and we're back home. And we uh, we have, I mean, all we have is you folks that say, we want, we'd like to come out and share this moment with you. Okay, Rich, I think it's time for you to give out a phone number so they can contact you. Because I know there are people that want to distribute flyers, that want to do a lot of things. Sure. Let me give my email address first because that's, uh, that's going to be a little more effective. And that's Rich Henry, R-I-C-H-H-E-N-R-Y at unifield.com. That's short for Unified Field. That's U-N-I hyphen F-I-E-L-D dot com. And phone number is 452 Four, uh, one one three four. It's area code four two five. One more time. Four two five four five two. One one three four. One more time. Four two five four five two. One one three four. There we go. Thank you. All right, Benny, I know we've got another caller. This is great. Let's go to the phones. We do. We have Athena waiting for us, and she has a great question, actually. Hi, Athena. Welcome to the show. Yes, hi. Um, since since you're going to be, and you are already so successful at planting seeds of spiritual transformation through global consciousness, <clears throat> are, you, are, you, um, are you planning a, another movie? 
<laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you. When people used to ask us that a few months ago, we'd say, oh, I'm sure we have a lot of material and there's so much to do with all this. And, and right now we're like uh, marathon runners and they keep moving the, 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 finish, the finish line, line. banner away from <laughs> us. So our legs are wobbly and we're looking for water. And so right now my answer is... I don't think so, but, <laughs> but you know, never say never. And, and the, the reality is we have about 40 hours of some of the most awesome interview answers around, and there's a lot more that can be created from this. So uh, I, I, th I think you, in one way or another, whether it's another feature film or not, I don't know, but we are definitely repackaging and making this material available in other um, ways so that the, the journey can continue because this is an invitation. Wanting to hear. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you, Athena. Thank you. And we have your information, so we'll make sure we get you to take it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Rich, go ahead. Yeah, so, and just one other thing is that this movie is different than a lot of movies in that it's not an event. It's really a beginning, and so it's kind of the anchor for a much bigger project. And as the review said, it asks the question, but really even more than that, it invites every viewer into to grappling, engaging those questions themselves. So one of the things that we're working with in Seattle is identifying is creating spaces where people can come together for dialogues. We're working with the Theosophical Society, with IONS, with the Stonehouse Bookstore, with the Eastside Expo, with a number of places like that, as well as many other churches and organizations creating their own conversations around that. So there's not only um, there's other options besides a second movie for the way this project is going to grow from here. Absolutely. You know, in uh, we've got a few minutes left, and uh, I'm going to wait for Benny to come back. Um, you know, <coughs> as we get closer and closer and closer to the opening, which I guess is at 1 o'clock today, really, right? It, you know, the, it is playing at 1. I just want you all to know that, that if you can't make it uh, later tonight or you can't make it to the, the weekend, it is opening uh, right now today at 1, and I think again, oh, yeah. see, uh, wow. well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, Let's peek into one of the early ones. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I did want to say something that was interesting. Um, um, the different people have um, t taken the movie and used it for teachings. And what I thought was really interesting, a Catholic priest had rented the movie and um, did had his parishioners come and they talked about how does anger keep us from oneness. So he used it as a tool for his own teaching and ha had just a profound conversation afterwards. So it was just a, another way to open the door to really look at oneness and try to look at it in, 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 and use it in our everyday lives to, to, to look at how do we hold back from that oneness. So I think that's interesting to, like Rich was saying, and you, Dr. Pat, is to take it, take it home and do, you know, bring it to your friends. What, what is this oneness? Let's taste it. Let's smell it. Let's really, let's become it. So, yes. And, you know, the thing that you all mentioned earlier was, you know, at least for me, uh, you, you know, you, you do, first of all, you don't want to leave the theater. You really don't want to leave the theater. And, of course, you've got the usher saying you've got to leave the theater. And I think it's great, Rich, that you're looking at conversation cafes, a whole nother way for people to not just see. This is what I love about what's happening here. This is not just about intellectualizing oneness. This is about the 
the card that we pulled today, which is about taking action. Yes. You see? Mm-hmm. Right it's, you know, it's a movie, but it's more than a movie. It is an invitation to a way of life. Yes. That's right. Right, yeah. yes. right on. Right, right. on. <laughs> She's very hip. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what it was for me. I mean, it leaves you, or at least from, from my perspective, it, it left me with how can I do more? And in fact, that's what I did. I mean, you know, came back did. and did more. And that's what really, you know, this is about. How can we get connected? How can we do and contribute to a purpose that's greater than ourselves? And that's mm-hmm. what I want to honor all of you. Thank you, Diane Ward you. and Rich. I want to really thank you for having the courage, for stepping out, for buying that camera, by the way. And, and mm. no, and, and if I can, thank you. Because Dr. Pat has really, yes, to, to you listeners, you know, but she has, for whatever reason, uh, connected with us and champion this cause and you've made something happen here and you are totally. such an integral part of what we are enjoying here in Seattle and we are forever humbled to know you and to know that yes. you gave for nothing. Yes. You gave because you believed and yep. that is the most awesome gift you can give, my friend. And and, and what does that say to to all of us that have met you or that are hearing it, what does it say to all of us? It asks us to do it ourselves and Dr. Pat, I know from a very deep place in Ward and I, the gratitude because it, it is it was fresh air really underneath our wings to have you come in and unselfishly give like that. It just was what we needed right at that time. Actually, it's, it's so my beautiful. honor. Mm-hmm. It really is. Thank it you. really is an honor. Thank you all for listening. You know, this is about oneness. And as we say on this show, it is also about connecting with yourself in a much deeper and greater way. And knowing that, as I said in my intention, the expansiveness of God through me and as me for 2006. Enjoy the ride. See you on Monday. Tides that I tried to swim.